What's up, world? Welcome to the Melanin Money Show, the official destination for personal finance, entrepreneurship, and wealth building for melanin millionaires. We will teach you the tools, the tips, the tactics, the hacks, and strategies you need to learn to become financially free so that you can be the wealth starter and legacy lever for your family. And I'm your host, George Action Palm, accompanied by co-host Jacqueline Shattuck and Carter Cofield. If you're ready to begin your journey to become a melanin millionaire, tune in, take notes, and let's go. Go. Welcome back to another episode of the Melanin Money Show. Uh, unfortunately, I know y'all missed me last week. I hope these two held it, held yeah, The it kids down. held it down, bro. They held it down, bro. In my absence, I know how it is, but now we're back. But back better than ever. I'm glad that I'm here for this one. Um, what if I told you that you guys are missing out on an industry that by 2024 is slated to be evaluated over $320 billion. Did I get that right? $350 billion. $350 billion. I missed 30 whole billion. billion. Yeah, yeah, you may ever play yourself. No. <laughs> See, yeah. And that's why I got to get in the room offline. That's another story for another day. But anyway, we were talking offline with our wonderful guest, uh, CEO Justin Burns, who was telling us about the power and the magnitude of the digital product space. We're going to cover a lot today. I don't want to steal any thunder because he got all the juice and the sauce. Mm-hmm. He's going to give it to us today. So with no further ado, Justin, how you doing, man? Oh, I'm blessed, man. Love, love to be here, man. Hey, man. Glad to have you. Glad to have you. Man. Didn't he say that like a um, very wealthy, wealthy person? <laughs> trust me, I'm blessed. Like, 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 trust me, bro. Hey, don't don't people who wealthy talk like that? No, I mean, I'm really blessed. I'm really, I'm really trust blessed me, you to do? be here. Hey. <laughs> well, let's, let's just talk about why, why are you so blessed, right? Like, what what? Give us the background on who CEO Justin Burns is and what what he's all about. Yeah, man. So you know, I always got to start off repping the shot. Hey, you know, my guy, my guy. guy. <laughs> I just learned about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, it's it's like Kanye, right? Every song he repped the shot because mm-hmm. I think a lot of people don't understand where we come from, and that if you actually made it out doing something like that's to be is like, it's 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 easy because even in Chicago, that's not really a scene that's all around entrepreneurship. Right. So Atlanta's kind of like that where we at now, where entrepreneurship, you you gonna run into some entrepreneurs. In Chicago, I ain't even know about entrepreneurship since I was in my early 20s. You know what I'm saying? So growing up there, I really didn't have a vest, you know, zest for anything, right? I didn't know what I really wanted to do in my life. You know, people like I want to be a doctor, I want to be a lawyer, I want to be, you know, fireman, something. You know, give me something. You know, and I was 21. I didn't really know what I wanted to be. So people kept asking me and I was like, oh, I'm going to school for this. So like, I don't know what I want to go to school for. And then fast forward, man, I was working this job as a cell phone salesman. No, y'all can't see me working as a cell phone salesman, but your boy was slinging cell phones. Okay. Which, right? which provider though? US Cellular. Yeah, I don't know if y'all, I don't know. They didn't get fired, buddy. Hold on, wait a minute. We, we got paid. Listen, okay, okay. it was a small care. We got paid well though. Good. Like they paid us on everything. They paid us on internet services, uh, I remember I seen that check one time. It was about eight thousand dollars. I said, "Lord have mercy." I was home. I mean, that, that what was, do you need? I was probably the reason why the, some of the bills was like four or five hundred dollars. That was that was me. That, that was, was pre smartphone era, right? That was that was when the nine o'clock joint nine nine p.m. Eastern. Y'all remember that, man? Don't act like y'all like. Don't pick up. The damn free incoming came in. So you're just like, hey, call me right back. I know you got free. Got you got free minutes. But. I got a funny story about that, too. Like, I remember, like, I had one of the little Nokia phones. It was my book bag. And it ended up, like, calling somebody or being on. <laughs> my mom, I tell you, 
Mama, listen, listen. That, that was that was freshman year high school. They didn't throw another point again until freshman year. <laughs> listen, listen no. only nineteen hundred babies understand that. Uh, only uh, understand. Only nineteen. 90. You had to have a look. You, I was like nineteen hundred. One nine. You, yeah, yeah, you have yeah. to have a one nine. In your in your birthday to understand oh, that, and it was crazy as we would see some people come in there with like two thousand dollar bills, three thousand dollar bills. It was it was like ridiculous, but I learned so much about entrepreneurship from being a cell phone salesman because you had to really grind to make that money. And so I remember a guy came in there. I call it like my moment to destiny. This guy came in there. And we we built like a relationship. He was always swagged out, always had nice suit on. You know, I was always wondering like, what 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 did you do? I was like, what do you do? He would always get a cell phone. I thought he was a drug dealer or something, right? <laughs> thought he was slaying or something. But he was getting phones for his his company. And so I was like, uh, well, what do you do? He said, I'm an entrepreneur. He said, I sell online. And uh, this was 2007. So can you imagine 2007 2008 era? Right, right where nobody is talking about selling online. Right. And I said, what do you sell? And he said, I sell something called eBooks. Really? This was 2007. Yeah. Wow. No, so so it, was, it was crazy. So I said, he's like, man, you should come to this event with me. And I'm like, look, I'm not an entrepreneur. I'm not like that. But some kept saying, man, go, just go see what it is. I didn't even know what the heck a seminar was in 2007, 2008. So I was like, all right, I'm going to go. How much is it? He was like, $300. I was like, damn, that's a lot. Of, you know, at the time, it's a, lot of, it's a lot of money. And so I was like, all right, I'll go. Went to this event. And uh, it was another guy from the stage. And I just remember I went there. Actually, me and my cousin went. I, I want somebody to go with me. I had the guy. I couldn't go in that joint by myself in case. So I, was like, yeah. you, you, I was like, take case anybody out the building. I was like, I need, you know what I'm saying? I need some, I need to go. We had somebody come with me. So we went. I remember sitting there. And the guy was on stage, I'll never forget, he was walking across the stage and he was like, you know, in about 10 years, the world is going to look drastically different. You know, you're going to have people from all over the world in Germany and Spain and London buying your product, being able to buy your product, not like now, which is localized. And when he said that, I was like, I did what you just did, yeah. Carl. Like, you sat, you know how you sat, you was like, you know how you sat up when you never- information in 2007, bro? Like, yeah. It'll be different. It'll be different, So for me, I was like, that's it. I like pointed at my cousin. I was like, what's it? What are you talking about? I was like, that's my thing right there. That's the thing I'm going to focus on for the next 10 years of my life. And she was like, you ain't got no experience? Like, I was like, we're going to figure it out. Because like, <laughs> I don't know why. He, whatever he just said, it, 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 it's a click for me. It hit me. And I've seen so much, man, that just completely shifted my perspective. So anyway, I met the guy. And we, we, he actually invited me out to California. He said, come out to Cali, I'm gonna show you some stuff. So we went out there and that was when it really, my perspective really changed. Cause I went out there and these guys had a laptop. And then this was when webinars, see oh, this for y'all, for y'all people in two, that y'all 2000, y'all don't know about these tele, called teleseminars. I remember them? They don't know what I'm talking about either. They young too. In case, let me brief y'all, in case y'all don't know. You used to have to sell through teleseminars on the phone where people didn't know who you was, right? Where people couldn't see a video. So for some of y'all out there, I tell people, and this is also, I tell people this, you are living in one of the greatest ages in history and you don't even know it. Because they complain about webinars and not being able to technology that fast. Man, do you understand that 2007, 2008, we had to learn how to code a page to get a sales page up to sell a product? 
people don't know this. <laughs> now you got yeah, and, and and people don't even even now don't even want to learn the software. It's too much for them to oh, this is too much. I yeah. said, do you understand where I come from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We used to throw laptops. It was so frustrating to yeah. try to build an HTML page that you had to piece together with a hundred different tools to even get one headline and a bullet point. Yeah. Yeah. But that's like asking a kid, like a TikTok star today to make a MySpace. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. That's true. And I think yeah. the problem yep. with like, you know, the, the age now is kind of too easy. They don't know how to grind anymore. Right. So you know how to grind, so you bring this grind mentality to this new world. Yeah. But, that, but that's what I love about that story. You were like, I don't know exactly how I'm going to do that, but I'm going to get it done. And I'm going to figure like it out. That's true entrepreneurship right. because yeah. in entrepreneurship, you don't always have the answer, but you're like, you know what? I know I can figure it out. So I know that you have figured out how to make a very large, and I don't want to put numbers out there. I don't want to put you on the spot too much, but I know you. She's very blessed. But in your blessing, you've been able to bless a lot of us, including mm. myself, yeah. to be able to build our digital products on your platform. Yeah. That's that's major. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. It, it You know, from, from even the storyline from that, was even challenging because I probably failed for about a good three years, but I saw it. See, all I had to do was see it. I saw somebody at a computer with a microphone sell a digital product, and I was like, man, you know, it's crazy. And you you all are even just a testament of how open your, your journey is even getting here. Because I went back to my homeboys because I thought I had found the promised land. Right. Right? So I went back and said, hey, look, let me tell y'all. We ain't got to work these jobs. <laughs> We're good. You can sell anything online. Uh, except for the illegal. You can sell anything online. Like I was like, you ain't even got to do what I do. I want to sell information. They were like, well, I said you could do e-commerce. This is 2000. Can you imagine if you got in 2008 and you started selling products 2008 where you be right now? Um, and it was crazy. So I, I had ended up seeing a lot of guys sell massive e-books, 100K, $100,000 days and uh, $200,000 days, and it completely shifted my perspective where I'm from. You think that that's not achievable, but it completely shifted my wealth paradigm, right? what you can't see. You can't yeah. go after what you can't see. Yeah. But what I saw, I saw 12 years down the road, though. I saw it. I was like, people are going to be buying from all over the world. And if I could really, really help us to be able to do that, you know, life is going to change. And so in 2010, I was in rooms that, you know, I didn't know I was going to be in. You know, I was, I remember even driving up to entrepreneurship. I had spent three years trying to get my business off the ground. I was selling this, trying to sell this digital product that didn't sell. What was it about? What was it about you know? Tell us how to do selling seminars. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wanted to do that. Nobody <laughs> wanted to do that. No, okay. I was just, it, it's, a, it's a learning process. A lot of people don't understand. Um, I remember hearing this guy, I remember I had went to, because now we can cut just to how I started the tech company, right? Um, I went to see the founders of Airbnb. And a lot of people know them as, you know, worth, they're worth about $100 billion, something crazy valuation in the tech space. And he was like, he was like, you know, a lot of people talk about Airbnb, but they don't know we almost went bankrupt. Like we had to, they were selling cereal boxes when Obama was in office. A lot of people don't know the story. They were selling cereal boxes Signed cereal boxes at the time, you know what I'm saying? They were, you know, like you had uh, Obama, you had a few other people running. They were selling cereal boxes just to keep Airbnb alive because nobody believed in the concept mm -hmm. of bread and like yeah. bed and breakfast. Yeah. 
Nobody believed in it. So when you see that, that story always stuck with me because it made me realize that you got to learn how to play at a big level. So I think now where we're living at and even owning the platform Maestro, which is my online course platform, and seeing people who got 80,000 customers paying $20 a month and just crazy, crazy stuff we saw. We are just living in a crazy, uh, amazing time though. Crazy time, but amazing time. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to have a personal financial advisor that you could ask questions to, to help you navigate, you know, spending decisions, help you, you know, figure out investments that make sense for you to help you achieve financial success? Well, you no longer have to wonder that because we created that inside the Melanin Millionaires Club with our flagship feature, Pocket Advisor. With Pocket Advisor, it's just like it sounds. You have an advisor right in your pocket where you can ask a real expert, real questions in real time to help you navigate your journey towards financial success. So if you want to learn more about that, click the link in the show notes, go to melaninmoney.com forward slash pocket advisor to learn how you can get an advisor in your pocket for less than $2 a day. Yeah. And do you feel like the fact that, so the, the beauty about living in this time is that we, we can make money fairly easily. The, the scary part about it is that people start to think that they're, that they're supposed to make money easily, right? With the, with the course creation. So what do you tell like, you know, course creators that, that, that when they fail their first launch, like they just stop, right? Because it didn't work out for them, right? They don't have that resilience. How do you, what do you say to those people to help them understand like your first launch might not go well, but like stick with it because you stuck, you stuck with it for three years after, after, after getting started, right? Yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of like, you know, that's that's kind of like the test mm-hmm. to get you in the game to see if you really are going to stick with it. I, I'll tell you this. The first, this wasn't, Maestro wasn't my first platform. When I kind of got into, fast forward, I kind of got started getting into software. And that was kind of like where I took, you know, my talents, right? So I started building out. I found this dude at this conference. He was a developer. I wasn't a developer, right? I didn't know what the hell I was doing when it came to tech. Right. So I was like, man, we should we should link up. I got this idea for this product. And it was the product was a copyright because I was I was a copywriter. So for those who don't know who copywriting is, it's not just like the legal copyright, it's the art and persuasion of why people purchase your product. Mm-hmm. Right. right. Persuading people to, you know, put in their credit card or take a certain action, like put in their email address, some along those lines. And so I was a copywriter because I was like, I don't want to learn this for the future. So I started learning copy. Right, going paying twenty, thirty thousand, forty thousand dollars to go to these conferences to learn the art of persuasion of copy, and so I was like, man, it, it should be a tool out there that you can answer some questions, and it spits out copy. Copy for your product. Yeah. Okay. Now this is two thousand and twelve, so this really is not. Like, you have copy tools now. Yeah. yeah. But that was really like ahead of the curve, and so I remember I I, I spent twenty five thousand dollars trying to develop it. I didn't know what I was doing, but the guy, me, actually, he's my lead developer today. Okay. So we've been, or he's been, we've been together like nine years. And so <clears throat> he developed out the product. And I was like, man, how am I going to sell this? <laughs> like, that's what the, I was like, we didn't think about that part, uh, about selling it. He was like, man, let's do a launch with a bunch of affiliates. And I was like, dude, where the hell are we going to get these affiliates at? Right. He's like, we got to go to the conferences. We ain't got no money because you just spent all the money <laughs> on development. Right, right. So I said, all right, cool. So we get on the plane. We don't know what the hell we're doing. We're trying to figure all this out. Right. And we're there, and I meet this one. I say one relationship can transform your life. Mm-hmm. I would rather take a powerful relationship over currency any day. Right. Because at that time, I didn't understand how powerful it was. So I met this one guy at this conference. He said, let me see what you didn't developed. 
And <clears throat> said, cool. He stopped answering my calls, all of that, right? Well, because I thought we I thought he was gonna promote it. Yeah. He didn't. I came back and said, let's just promote it. We was negative ten thousand dollars when we launched that product, right? So the first launch did not work out well. Right. Then I was like, well, we're gonna redo it again. So we second time around, tried to relaunch the product again. Took another L, right? Mm-hmm. So we talking about negative forty thousand dollars off of two launches. So 25 k in, yeah. just spent ten thousand dollars on various things. None of that did not work. Mm-hmm. So, but I started having a really different concept. Like I started to transform as a person. I started to say, you know what? You can react to this, or you can actually go deep enough to find gold. Mm-hmm. So how do you do that? So I sat back and said, what is it? What is the biggest challenge? Or what like, what am I running into that I'm not seeing? Where's the mistakes I'm making? See, a lot of people, when it comes to especially course creators, when their first launch don't work, or their second launch don't work, or their third launch don't work, they don't find the gold and why it's not working. Because when you find the gold, that's where you scale. So here's what happened, right? I started finding out, oh, I'm not nurturing the relationships. Oh, the page doesn't look good. I got to find a better designer. We started doing that. The second launch, we did 5,000 customers in the span of two weeks. What was the price point? Price point, it was a one-time price point. It was $97. Okay. But listen, yeah, yeah. that was way better yeah. than negative 40. Yeah, I was saying, yeah, that's, that's bad. So 5,000 sales, yeah. right? And then after that, we did 10,000 sales. And it just kept climbing and kept climbing because we had we had a funnel, right? So we had a, a front end for ninety seven. I think the second funnel, which is called an upsell, was ninety like forty seven dollars. The next one was one ninety seven. So total from that launch, the first one did a hundred thousand. I'm gonna show you even something even more powerful. I didn't stop there because I said, well, here's the thing. I always tell people, even if you're sitting here and you're a course creator, you got two type of mindsets that people go down. So let's say two people purchase your product. What's usually the mindset that people have when you tell people that, right? Just two. Just two. Let's say two. Let's see what y'all, like if I say, man, you you launch and two people buy your products, what, what's the first thing that no, we would do? No, that's the mindset. Just two products, yeah, right? Yeah. 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 So when I shifted to this perspective, which was if two people purchase my product, there has to be millions of people with this same buyer DNA like these yeah, two yeah. people. You see what I'm saying? Most people go, I only made it $100. Yeah. When I start shifting my thinking around that, my, my online business completely changed. Because then you went deep. Or you, instead of trying to figure out why the thousand didn't buy, you went, why, why the two did. didn't buy. Right. Exactly. That was a different. That's a bar. That's like the difference between somebody that stops at a certain income and sale and somebody else who goes, let me see what, like I just have to match up the same buyer DNA with these type of people. And what that does also leads you down a path we even talk about then, which is going outside the traditional ways of doing marketing your business. Because that's how I did. I call it quantum leap marketing. And it's gonna be needed nowadays because everybody and their mother is realizing, I could just sign up for TikTok and I could start creating a, a Instagram account. You know what I'm saying? And so I think what what you what people need to realize is that's where the power lies. You know, you know what that makes me think about? Like we're talking about digital marketing, we're talking about being able to reach people at scale, right? Mm-hmm. But the reason why your model worked, in my opinion, is that it went back to relationships, right? It's like, okay, well, let me focus on the people that are actually care about me. So let me not focus, instead of focusing on why these people don't want to 
support me. Let me super serve the people that do because there's something about them. And if I can get it right with them, right. then I can find thousands upon thousands of people. But yeah. I think people don't realize that on, like offline translates to online if you if you do it right. Right? We have Correct. access to infinite people, but you still got to nurture the people you have. People always say, I only got a thousand followers on Instagram. Only the so you need to <laughs> if you had an event right now, right. people in the room to see you. Right? Yeah. Instead, instead of focusing and nurturing on those styles, what they want to do? Figure out how they can get more and get more versus my right. Well, right, right. Okay, the three hundred is mom hooking them. Okay, right. but the other seven hundred, why, <laughs> why are they here? And I think that's yeah. that's the gem is that you said you focus on the people that actually bought, and then let me see how I can super serve them and find a bunch of those. You know, it said you should get a health checkup at least once a year. My question is, when's the last time you had a financial health checkup? My guess, it's probably been a while. And that's why we created the Wealth Health Score. Whether you're financially out of shape or financially elite, the Wealth Health Score is going to tell you exactly where you stand and what things you can do to get into the best financial health possible. So visit MyWealthHealthScore.com to get your score today. Yeah. And you brought up an interesting point that I, I always want to kind of impart in people, like the biggest misconception is that I need a big social media following. I got to have hundreds of videos. I tell people, if you want to laugh, I don't know when it's going to drop, but listen, if you want to laugh right now, go to my, I have 13 posts on my whole Instagram page. Period. Right, period. I saw her right. today. I was like, he was like <laughs> I scrolled in. <laughs> it stops. Yeah. But see, the I remember meeting the founder of Shopify, um, who's worth over $2 billion. He has 4,000 followers on Instagram. So I right think, now. right right now, okay. yes, he still has like 4,000, right? I'm, I'm glad you said so, that. <laughs> so, so my man, like, oh man, like, so I have, now I have a, a more so of a, I would say 30, I got 13,000 followers as this is Aaron, but here's the thing. For people to understand this, you do, you have to un, sometimes be unconventional in the way that you approach online. Because online has no association with social media. Now, nowadays, you want to have social because people searching for you. So my content game about to step up. Yeah, you know, yeah. I hired a company because I was like, I can't do this. Yeah, 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 Jacqueline yeah. be helping me out. Yeah, you know, yeah. like, I'd be horrible at it. I don't be wanting to do it. Yeah. But that's not, you don't need that in order to really get wealthy online. Because guess what? You will look at that, but you don't realize I have a 70,000 person email list. Mm. that I'm focused on building up my assets. And so that's even the second thing. One of the greatest things that you could do online is build up your own assets. There's a lot of people who don't have email lists. There's a lot of people who don't build up other ecosystems. And even buying is another thing. Right, <laughs> that right. People don't even know you can actually buy people's email lists and do that. So let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Everybody, you know, today they get the followers and make them buy something from you, right? Like yep. People are like, I don't got 10,000 followers, I can't make any sales. Can yep. you mention some unconventional ways of marketing? Can you give us like your top three or you trying to pull the gold out of me out here, baby. We're going to give it to y'all, though. We're going to hey, give it to y'all. Make sure that y'all get y'all like, subscribe, and five-star <laughs> review. Yeah. Listening on Apple Podcasts, and then we'll give you a go. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so this is this is my top three ways. So I, I'll tell you this because I'm actually, like, I had to figure, let me give you some backstory. Like, I had to figure out at the time when I went back to Chicago, my one-bedroom apartment, that had about $3,000 in my bank account, I had to re be really creative to make this thing work, right. right? And so we was just looking, it was so funny, me and my team, we were looking at the stats the other day, 
And I was like, you know, I need to start teaching this, the, this play because we had generated over 1 million visitors to some of my funnels. And we were just like, we got to start teaching these Uncle Venture ways. So here's how we did it. So number one is joint venture partnerships. Um, that was one of the, like, is, is, I ain't getting no dap, but it's all good. No, <laughs> but y'all, but y'all collabing together, yeah. right? Y'all, y'all have three different audiences, but y'all creating content like this. But here's where even the power is. And I'm going to tell y'all how y'all really bring it home and make it even more powerful, right? Yes, it does. <laughs> ask for a friend. You have to ask, ask, just ask for a friend. But see, you have to create these powerful marketing ecosystems. Meaning, for example, if I were to do something like a product launch, right? I'm not talking about just releasing your product. I'm saying like Jacqueline with her amazing course. Like she comes out with her course and let's just say, June 5th, she puts a date on it. Imagine if there were 50 to 100 qualified powerful affiliates mailing for her launch, mailing, and then yours is next month. That's creating a powerful joint venture ecosystem. So a lot of people think joint venture is just, man, you collab, I promote, I put you on my podcast. But once a year, you should be trying to do a powerful launch. And usually that comes in in the form of like a four, what we call a four part video series where there's four videos and each video is psychologically uh, making, you know, people really like desire what it is that you have to offer. So when you have launch like that, where you give away affiliate prizes, those that's where I started to really get like powerful launches, which is, you know, so that's the first way of traffic. Gotcha. When you know how to master that, there is nothing like that. That's powerful because here's what happened. Not only do you are able to generate cash flow up front, but people start to talk about your product even more right. because they're like, who is this? Right. You know, he's talking about, you know, just this course. Jack was talking about this course. He's talking about the course. Everybody's talking about this course. And it becomes this viral effect where your list is not only, there was one time, man, I had 25,000 people added to my list from a launch. Like that's how crazy it is. So when you are able to build that, you don't need to necessarily. Right. Because 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 that's warmer traffic. That's called warm traffic. So it's a higher conversion. How do you entice the, the affiliates to like want to be a part of that? Right. Like you know what's I guess everybody's gonna know what's in it for me. So how do you approach fifty affiliates and get them behind your product in that way to be like, hey, yes, Justin, I want to promote your product to my audience. So how do you how do you approach that that conversation? I'm glad you asked because I spent three years figuring it out. No, I for a friend, bro. <laughs> for a friend. Here's what I kind of, bo- I mean, there's a, there's a couple things you got to do right. But the first thing is, is when you approach people, you cannot talk about what's in it for you. You can't talk about your product. I know that sounds kind of cliche, but you really have to get really good at supporting other people. That's kind of like when I came to Atlanta and before we started doing courses, I know I didn't know anybody here. But instead of me talking about, hey, yo, I do courses, or I got this platform called Maestro, I started saying, yo, what are you struggling with right now? Okay, you need this. Let me connect the dots for you. People don't do that anymore. Where it's like, and this is how I got my first big affiliate. I went out to a conference. The guy was sitting at this bar, and I was like, oh, I knew I was going to meet this guy. We met. We had a conversation. And what happened is he was like, yeah, yeah, well, well. I was like, well, what do you need? This is a powerful question. What do you need right now that will push the needle forward on your business? that I could help you contribute to that. And he was like, oh, man, anybody ever asked me that question? And I, he was like, I need a copywriter. And I was like, oh, yeah. what do you know? Well, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at God. Look at God. Yeah, yeah. I was like, well, you know, uh, I got a little bit of something, something you yeah. know, when, when it comes to the copy. 
He was like, you, you could do that? I was like, yeah. Matter of fact, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to actually write your first piece of copy for free. And we're going to see how it works. He was like, you don't have to. I said, no, no, no. It's, it's, it's because it's, it's, that's the law of reciprocity. Mm, the law of reciprocity. Right? One of the most powerful books that you can read is called Influence by Robert Caldini. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, it's yeah. a great book because that. what it does is people feel more obligated when you sew because he really needed this. You yeah. can tell in his yeah. face. He's like, I, I, re- I help need me. help <laughs> me. Help me. Um, and so I wrote this piece of copy for him, man. And, and uh, it made him like half a million dollars. And he was just like, he was indebted like, forever, like indebted. Yeah. And he was like, he called me back. He said, "What can I do for you?" And I was like, "I'm glad you asked. I have this product that I've been developing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I need you to mail for. And actually, we're launching in two months. I had the JV page. You always want to have a JV page that shows affiliates. Here, here, and this leads into strategy number two with affiliates. You have to know your numbers. You have to know your numbers. Now, here's how you know your numbers if you haven't launched a course yet. You run a little bit of traffic so that you can get stats and data, right? So you have to know. So for you, usually when you're attracting a bigger affiliate, because there's different type of affiliates, a different type of joint venture partners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All you need is a couple big, big ones. Big fish. Yeah. All you need is a couple. You need two or three who can really mail. But don't even ignore what I call the mini influencers. There's a lot of mini influencers. Don't have millions of followers. They don't have that. People miss out on that. So when you have a page where it says, here's how much money you're going to make. Here's the numbers. Here's how it converts. Here you have. That's why you have to get really good at marketing. You have to get really good and know how to run challenges, know how to do webinars. And your first webinar may not do so well. Your second one, webinar may not do so well. You get the data, but there was somebody see, man, they doing good. They mail for you. And so the third, the third strategy that I say even attracting that is there's something a lot of people don't know about called joint venture managers, who they get paid from finding you affiliates. Right? A lot of people don't know about them. No, they don't. They, they don't. don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Subscribe to my channel. Right now. There's a link right below that goes to mine. <laughs> so there are people that will go out, just like a manager will go out and find you brand brand deals. There are affiliate managers that will go and find you affiliates to get a cut off what y'all make together. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And you can you can also hire one. That's the strategy of Jacqueline about to run, right? You hire one. Let me not tell Hush. My bad. My bad. I didn't even spill the beans. But you can actually hire one, and that's all they do. They go out, and they go to events, and their job is to go out there and find you joint venture partnerships, right? So you have different types. You have the people that... You have people out there who have lists. And here's another... Let me me give you all the second strategy that I love that even ties into that. You can buy your way into things. What's going on, guys? George Pong here, and I am the founder of Melanin Money, the number one brand for wealth builders of color. You know, I look at wealth building like a sport. In every sport, you got to have a uniform. And so what is the official uniform for wealth builders of color? That's where Melanin Money comes in. So if you go to MelaninMoney.com and use code MELANIN15, you'll get 15% off your order of the entire store. And I think you're going to absolutely love our latest additions, right? It's literally a um, productized emotion of what it feels like to build black wealth, right? But you get to wear it. um, You get to share the world, like your hard work that you're doing on this journey of building wealth. And we can't wait for you to join Team Black Wealth by shopping MelaninMoney.com. So some podcasts you can pay to play. Some 
Some um, some people have 100,000 people on their email list. You could say it's called, we call it a solo ad. You can actually buy access to this person's email list because some people don't mail their list consistently. So imagine if I came to you and said, you're not mailing your email list, you have 100,000 people, and then I run data, I can go ahead and actually buy access to your email list. There's so, I tell people this, and this is this is even a bar, right? The moment that you get out of listening to gurus, and it's gonna step on some toes, but I like to tell the people the truth. And this is not to say don't follow gurus, but you should follow it as a way of testing first. Mm-hmm not as a way of follow blindly. And that's what a lot of people do. That's why I tell people, don't follow my strategies, right? Listen to them and then apply them yourself, test, 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 and then make it work for you, right? So for me, there are so many, and one of the gurus teaching nowadays is, you know, Facebook ads, which work, uh-huh. YouTube ads, which work, but there are a million other, other ways, ways for you to get customers. That's probably less noisy. That's way less noisy that your competitors are not even thinking about. Um, you know, there, there's even like some, there, there, like I said, e- email solo ads, joint venture partnerships, but there is also networks of thousands of other paid traffic sources that you haven't even heard of that have millions of customers on. Mm-hmm. You just have to think outside the box. And that's why I, te- I teach people what's called quantum leap marketing. Okay. Because if you're drowned out by everybody trying to post on Instagram and TikTok, there's nothing wrong with those things. I'm not saying that. But in order for you to really grow a business, in this decade, in this time, you have to think outside the box and be unconventional. I learned the hack that my friend was doing. It was very uh, revolutionary. Mm-hmm. He was buying Facebook groups mm-hmm. and buying Instagram shout-out pages. Yes. So instead of having to pay uh, to play on a shout-out page, uh, he just bought the page. He just bought the page. He didn't show nobody yeah, yeah. bought the page. So the page <laughs> is posting them. So it's like, it's a yeah. third party yeah. kind of yeah. posting yeah. them. Like, you know what I'm saying? Third party validation. It's a third yeah. party validation. Then somebody will buy somebody's Facebook group and then, but tell the owner, hey, I still need you to manage it, mm-hmm. but promote me once a week. So it's not me promoting on Facebook. Mm. It's the manager. So I'm yeah. like, yo, yeah. it's, it's that's quantum. That's quantum leap marketing. Quantum leap marketing. Yeah. And it's not, it's not noisy. It's not, yeah, it's it, not it noisy. It gives the illusion of choice. So like, that's the only thing I learned in marketing in school is like, he see my, my marketing teacher said there's 300 brands of green beans, but only three companies own. Right? Mm. So if you're buying these shout out pages, right? People think, oh, I'm, I'm tapping into this brand, tapping into this brand. Now you tapping into me. Right. <laughs> I don't own it. So now that, I'm yeah. like, now you got to be buzzing. We need to buy some shout out pages. Yeah. <laughs> about some yeah. pages, bro. Yeah. No, we're going to do it. Uh, yeah. yeah. So I'm thinking about it from the person who wants to become the person to do all of these things. I'm also thinking about it from like our standpoint of like yeah. things that we yeah, have sure. tapped into. Yeah. So we got an email list with like over 100,000 people on it. So. Yeah, Y'all hit us up. Yeah. Oh, I, know, I know who I'm doing a joint venture with, Max. <laughs> say less, say less. And, and so even like the last, even like the last thing that's attached to it. So these are my three top, right? This is my three top. Is and you just you kind of alluded to it, which is you can grow your business through acquisition, which is what I just did. So I just actually purchased, uh, we're kind of in the mode now of like, you know, when you think about like uh, uh bigger companies like Coca-Cola, whether you hate them or not. When they see a brand, they wait, they watch, they go in. Amazon is doing this. That's because I think so many people, especially digital creators, are not thinking about the end goal. They're thinking about how much, how can I make $10,000, $20,000 a month instead of how can I position this business to sell it? Enterprise value. Enterprise value. We don't think like that as creators. So if you're watching this, you're probably like, you're a creator, right? Like, but here's the thing. You don't have to be confined in a box as a creator. 
because creator all, all, always sometimes mean it's just gonna be me solo on a computer with a couple freelancers. That's a small man. That's a small it, way it's, way it's, to approach it. Yeah, yeah. Think about acquisition, and you, no acquisition does not mean you pay a million dollars. I actually didn't pay much out of pocket for, and I got the customer list. I got the tech company. We're rebranding it, and so it's a part of our arm. So now we're like, hey, how can we do more of that? And you bring up the tech company, and I want to, I want to kind of tap on that a little bit because mm-hmm. as creators, right, the default most people nowadays they're thinking, I come out with an ebook course, maybe a membership, right, mm-hmm. subscription, which is great. But what what drove you to say, I wanna, I wanna create and own a technology company, right? Because I, because mm-hmm. that's where my mindset is. But I understand that the depth and the effort that it takes to do it. But to your point, enterprise value, right? Because you, you got to think about, okay, it's easy to do content, it's easy to create the ebooks. If I own a technology pillar in my company, when you think about selling it, own it. Like that's that's crazy. That's what you to tap on, tap into that a little bit. Yeah. So <laughs> I just want to like say that I have no tech experience whatsoever. Okay. okay. I did not go to Harvard, Yale, yeah, yeah, yeah. even a community college <laughs> at all. So I have no experience whatsoever. So this is show you that anybody, if you apply enough grit, if you apply enough learning opportunity, if you open up your mind to to basically let go of what you thought was possible, anything could change. Yeah. And so for me, that was me when I went to a tech conference. I was burnt out of my business. I'm not going to lie. I was like, I'm just tired of this. I need something else. And then I was at this conference and the guy, it was a bunch of different founders of MailChimp, founders of all this company. And there was no, like, I'd be, I live. Airbnb, MailChimp. Jesus, get in the room, y'all. Uh, get in the room. You gotta, you gotta get in the room. The right, uh, the, right. Room, the right, like that's key. Yeah. The right room, right? Um, and we were just at this conference, and so I always find a way to not just network because when, like, when we're, we're in networking events, right? Yeah. Here's what happens: most people don't know because I'm usually like really quiet. They don't know I'm a speaker. They don't know I own this tech company because I'm really up taking in the room, observing the room. People don't know that, right? So I'm in. You know, a lot of people come to me. They be like. How's it going? All right. And then they walk off. Oh, nice to meet you. Here's your business card. Uh, and then they walk off and you're like, that's not, you like, that's not, meaningful that's not meaningful relationships. What do you do? How can I help? Like, what, what do you need right now that I can help I'm, you to I'm, get? I'm, that, I'm, that's the takeaway. Because right. we're about to go to InvestFest this weekend. Yeah. And you're going to meet all the yeah. people you want to meet. But instead of just like walking up to them and shaking their hand and saying, what's up? But I think asking them that vital question, because again, if somebody asked me that, I would have to stop. Like, you know what? What do I need? And, and even and even if you can't be the person to solve it, you might know the connect person. Connect it. You don't got to Yeah. That's, that's, that's yeah. putting other people first. What were you going to say? Um, I didn't just walk by you at the event we met at. You did not. No, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> you also wear these hats, these really bright. I love my hat. <laughs> I almost wore I'm known for my colorful hat. Gotcha. It's, got like, it. it's like a brim hat. It's a brim hat. Oh, I'm known for really? I, I, I I own like, I own yeah. like 50 brim hats for different yeah. colors. What's your favorite brand? Is it, uh, it's not a they have to be cut. If I see it, I'm like I like the one with the paint on the top and okay. yeah, yeah. So they're like they're all custom. All custom. All they only do yes. custom. Justin by his outside. But you're right. But you're right about getting in the room though. Like you have to be around other people who are doing, I would say, more than you. And can we kind of take like a step back and like a step out for some of our newer listeners mm-hmm. who are kind of new to entrepreneurship? So from your perspective, because I think mm-hmm. old age entrepreneurship tells us get a building, get a bunch of employees, right? Like that's old age entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> New age entrepreneurship tells us, hey, there's a whole 
gold mine of things you can do online, right? So mm. can you kind of talk to our new entrepreneurs who may be hesitant to even jump into entrepreneurship because they feel like something is holding them back? Like, what is your perspective on everybody being an entrepreneur and how should they go about that? What's up, guys? Have you ever been just like chilling on the couch and trying to find something to watch on Netflix and you're browsing, you're scrolling and you just can't seem to find anything that you either one haven't already watched or just doesn't seem that interesting? Well, I have the solution for you because if you're listening to the Melanin Money Show, then I know that you care about taking your financial life to the next level. And that's exactly why we created Financial Flicks. So instead of Netflix and chill, you can Financial Flicks and chill and you can find on-demand videos across personal finance, wealth building, and entrepreneurship. And right now, you can test drive Financial Flicks for just a dollar by clicking the link in the show notes. Go to melaninmoney.com forward slash financial flicks and check out all of the on-demand videos we have plus all the other features that you'll get access to by joining today oh you know how i don't you open up that box uh because we've been we actually just shot a, a podcast show about should you quit your job and and pursue entrepreneurship full time and here's the short answer to that you should not i i that is i tell people that so then you might get people who are watching this oh my god justin say don't pursue your entrepreneurship dreams that's not what i said Here's here's the here's the right which I wish somebody would have sat me down and told me this. Always work on your dream no matter what it is on the side or full time. But you first have to really assess where you are as an entrepreneur financially and mentally. People don't do that because you might not be mentally in a place entrepreneurship is not easy. It is very rewarding, but people are so used to these glitz and glamours and telling everybody entrepreneurship is the best thing. Listen, listen, there are going to be nights where you wish that you applied for I have applied for a job a hundred thousand times. <laughs> I didn't go because I value one thing that entrepreneurship creates. And as an entrepreneur, you have to attach value more than money. Yeah. Entrepreneurs go at the money, but you have to attach value because the money will attach to the value. And one of my first things is freedom. I realized that I wanted to wake up and be able to book a flight on moment's notice. If somebody tell me if I want to be here, that will drive you past the pain and everything. So I think, number one, you have to ask yourself, do I have at least six months before you transition to a full-time entrepreneur? You have to ask yourself, do I have at least six months that I can take care of myself? Because if you weren't about money, you you can't you can't focus because there's only so much energy that you can exude in entrepreneurship. So a lot of people talk about this. You know, they don't talk about this, that you only have, you have your mind that you have to focus on making it where you only have so much energy that you have to exude, right? right? So you have to make sure your financial is taken care of and your mental. But I will say this, entrepreneurship is the best person development journey you will ever. 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 Therapy is ever. cool, but like, if you can't afford a therapist, go be an entrepreneur. You're going to find out a lot of It will bring yourself. up, well, get a therapist. Yeah. But entrepreneurship will bring up all the crap that to the surface to make you face it. And I tell Jacqueline this all the time. I tell all my clients this when they're going through it. I say, listen, the greatest moment that you're in right now is that all your trauma and all your stuff has been brought up to the surface. So now you can address it and you can move forward on it. A lot of people don't talk about this entrepreneurship. They're talking about the money, but you got to talk about you know, all the other important stuff. So I would just say as an entrepreneur, you got to really define like what, because you got to be able to say 10 years from now, what am I, what's going to keep me going? And money alone is not going to keep you going as an entrepreneur. It has to be attached to a bigger vision. And I would also say this, you have to also plan out what, even if you don't know, I call them 
next level building blocks. I do this in like a workshop with my mastermind students. I call it next level building blocks. And so the next level building block says, okay, level number one typically is associated as an entrepreneur with income. So you come in and you work in nine to five, you're just trying to make income. So you're just trying to, if I can make extra 500, I make yeah. extra 15, if I can make full-time income, I'm straight. Yeah. But then there's the next level building block that people don't think about or get to. So they stay stuck on level one, which if you, you hit a ceiling, which is called burnout, mm-hmm. and then you stay stuck. And people traditionally go back to their jobs or they do, you know, they feel like a failure, right? Mm -hmm. So you have to have level number two. Level number two is associated with what we talked about. Things like preparing your business to sell to say, oh, I could exit this in a couple of years. Or you start to build assets like y'all talk about so much, Mm -hmm. which I'll be tuning in. Shout out to y'all because I'll be be in there. I'll be in there, you know what I'm saying, the live too. But y'all talk about assets. That's where you start to build other streams in because you got this one stream working now. And so you build another chain. And I, I always say it's the third level. The third level is <clears throat> if you were to like get super out your comfort zone, I'm talking about not where you are now. I'm talking about 100 million, 200, 500 million life, like starting whatever it is attached to a bigger mission. Like mine is to go outside the walls and to just make sure that people of color have access to technology. That's my greater mission. Mm -hmm. So I know I have to acquire companies in order to do that and make strategic moves in order to be able to do that. And so that's my third level. So when it gets hard on level number two or one, you'd be like, that's the the goal. That's the goal, Justin. It's not just about you. It's about everybody around you is going to be wealthy. Everybody around you is going to have a bigger mission and it's a greater purpose. I know I went on a tangent, but you know. No, 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 that was that was that was good, man. People need to hear that because entrepreneurship is not all fluff and love. It's and, you know, it's it's work. And it's a self discovery process. And yeah, um, I used to tell people to quit their job and go be an entrepreneur. But then my mentor said this one thing, and it stuck with me. He said, "Keep your job and start your business. Correct. Nothing's gonna want to make you. Nothing's gonna push you to become successful more than going to a job you hate every day. Mm. You know, what yeah. I'm so yeah, keep both. And then once you once your business make up. What's your business makes enough money, then you quit. But every yeah. day that you hate waking up, when you get off work, you go home and work on your business. Yeah. Or you might, you might, which is like case for my sister. Like I tell her, she actually likes her job. Mm-hmm. So it's not always a hate case, but it's like you may like your job, but here's the thing that nobody prepares you for. Company's interest is for what? The company's interest. Mm-hmm. So I know my mom, she worked at a job for 15 years and they just randomly laid her off. She was completely happy. So here's what I tell people. The greatest advice as entrepreneurs, always work on something on the side. Always be building. Mm-hmm. I told my sister, you, she's a payroll consultant. Now she want to ask me 10 years later <laughs> how to do consulting and coaching and courses. And I yeah. said, sis, I told you 10 years ago to build slowly. Mm-hmm. I was learning this stuff. We could have set up your site. You could have took on a few clients, built something slowly so you can get the tax, you know, with the tax benefits and everything like that. And, and it'll help you as an, I mean, as an employee. So if, if you could go back and tell the, the younger you when you were first getting started, right? mm-hmm. first got introduced to this online space, mm-hmm. if you could go back and tell him something now, based upon all the stuff that you've learned, what would you tell him? I first grab him and slap him like 30 times. Like, boy, get your head in now. <laughs> um, <clears throat> what would I tell him, man? I would just tell, I'll tell a couple things. Like, I would say, man, really forgive yourself for the mistakes that you're about to make and mm. for the things that you've done in the past. That's what's going to bring you to this certain level of peace and growth. 
where you accept you for you no matter what level you're at and that there's a continuous cycle of that you're going to eventually get to your destination. So take it easy and enjoy life, right? That's the first level. The second level is, damn, I wish you would have started investing on day one. (laughs) Damn, I didn't have a Jacqueline, you know, tell me, listen, just put $50 to the side every month. If I would have did that at 23, when I started my entrepreneurship journey, do you understand where I would be right now? <laughs> I would still be here chopping it up with y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I would have so much capital and be financially free. So I would say, if you're watching this and you're 20-something, even 30-something, because I'm 35, right? I still got some time. Um, man, just I wish I would have started just investing. Just keep, just no matter what, like yeah. no matter how hard it is, and keep leveling those investments up. Now it's like the checks I be writing and investing, I'll be like, whew. Yeah. But I know, and I think, Jacqueline, you said this one time. What does it say? I'm broke. I ain't got it because I'm investing all my, the rest yeah, of my yeah, money. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, that's, to me, that's, that's real. Like, invest a lot of your money, save some money, and then just invest in you, for sure. Gotcha. I hate when you say that about me. What? I'm like, you're like, no, nah, I'm broke. I can't go to dinner. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got it. I ain't yeah, got it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So um, you really live by that. But for our entrepreneurs who are like, okay, I appreciate that. I'm ready to take the leap and I want to tap into what you have. Can you share more with them about Maestro and how that works? Yeah. So we got the platform Maestro, which uh, by the time they're watching this, the new one to be out because we've been building a new one for the last. Year that uh, that I'm excited about, man. I got a t- we got a we got a team over 15 people, coders, developers, data people. Again, I didn't have any experience with this five years ago, and now we have thousands of users. You know, uh, people who have you know 80,000 customers. I interviewed uh, a lady in uh, Latin America. She has 80,000 customers paying like 10, 20 dollars a month, teaching them about makeup. So I tell people carry the seven. <laughs> I still ain't added it. It's just too much. I'd be overwhelmed when I see it because yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna end up not wanting to be the founder of Maestro going <laughs> to makeup products <laughs> and start a whole studio with makeup. But I would say, man, like you know, if you have you have you know, everybody has knowledge, everybody has expertise, everybody has something they can share. Somebody woke up one morning and said, "I'm gonna teach the Latin community how to do makeup the right way." And some people are like, everybody doing that, everybody doing that. Mm-hmm. And she decided to, against everything, do it herself. And now she has 80,000 customers, right? Paying her every month. So, you know, maestro, build out your course, your digital product. But I always tell people, man, like at the very minimum, educate your customers. You could be mm-hmm. watching this and you're in credit or you're doing service. Mm-hmm. Everybody should have an education-based automation system that educates their customer on a like a different level. And it, it's not really hard. You can like, man, if you got a computer yeah. and a microphone, you can literally type out a one-page document, set up an opt-in page, and start to build out a small list, right? Given, giving away a one-page document, right. right? And then you can say, hey, if you want more like this, Let's jump on the phone call and talk about my services. So everybody, in my opinion, even if you're not thinking about building a digital product or a course, everybody should have an education-based marketing sequence where you indoctrinate people. You can use Maestro. We also can help you build out your online course like we did Jacqueline, so many other people, hundreds and hundreds of people. We'll get links to that for the show notes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get links. Y'all sign up. And then if y'all want to learn how to build out your own online course, we'll have a training. That's one of my best pieces of work. We got yep. so many case studies behind that. Yeah. 
you did for uh, and I was like, bro, this man is good. I still got the notes in my phone. It's crazy. Yeah, so 12 years of that, you know, so many case studies, you know, but get started right now. Do not wait anymore. Even though I said it's a lot of competition, I tell people, we're still in the wild, wild west days where people still, like, you, what you think may be competitive because you just saw 50 Instagram experts on doing this, there's so many different niches that you haven't even tapped it's cr- like people don't get constant. They be like, well, I mean, it's a hundred. He has 200, 300,000 followers and it's just so competitive. I said, man, you know how, you know, and this is not to downgrade anybody in that, but it's just giving you perspective mentality. Mm-hmm. You know how small that space is in comparison to there's a million other customers who want some solution over here. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man, if y'all looking for that, we, we got y'all. Y'all click below. We help y'all, you know, tap in. Let's do it. As we, as we close up here, as you can see, we're. Melanin Money show, right? Melanin yeah, Money. Yeah, 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 yeah. What does being a melanin millionaire mean to you? I mean, I, that's a good question. Yeah, I, I usually come with yeah, the question. Yeah, Damn, that, you know, I was like, give me the prop. Like, <laughs> but I mean, here, here's why I, t- I, I don't like to always answer unless I really have thought about stuff in a deep way. But I would say, um, you know, melanin money for me, man, is just really, you know, letting, you know, people of color, right, know that. We are living in different times that right now, if you take control of your mind and you really reverse the impoverished thoughts that have been deeply embedded in us, that we can create wealth for generations to come. And that's happening. You know, like we talked about invest fashion. A lot of my friends going to be speaking. A lot of clients going to be up there. And it makes me happy to see that, to see you talking about taxes, to see you talking about investing, to see... Y'all just even on shows like this. This didn't. I don't think people. I don't think people of color realize this. Yeah, yeah. This did not exist even forty years ago. That's how short of a period of time. So if you're thinking about this and you're scared and you're fearful, that's normal. But melanin money means that you could change your entire just lineage. You could change everything from generations to come. You just have to change your mindset first around money. Man, love that. Well, y'all. I mean. What can, what more can we say? All right, episode, man. Thank you so much for your wisdom. CEO, Justin. Right. CEO. CEO. Please don't forget the CEO. Now you, don't, now you get your dap. Do I get the dap? Do I, 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 I get the melanin money dap? Yes, sir. CEO, Justin Burns. Not the fake pages. CEO without the space. Not the fake pages on Instagram. It's instant classic. Make sure y'all tap in with everything you got going on. If you got a course, a thing about launching a course, tap in with my guy. All the links are going to be in the show notes. Until next time. Peace. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of the Melanin Money Show. If you like this episode, please do us a huge favor. Leave us a five-star review. And if you're not already, subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend because we're providing this valuable game so that you can level up as an aspiring melanin millionaire. Again, thank you for tuning in and we'll see you next week.